Since 2012, American Field has been the go-to resource for brands big and small to connect with consumers across the country. In 2020, we took to the airwaves, connecting you to makers and doers from wherever you're listening. I'm Lucas Fitz from Small Hand, inviting you to join me in learning the stories behind my favorite brands in the AF network, from the mouths of bright entrepreneurs from coast to coast. Welcome to AF Fireside. Hey there, welcome back to AF Fireside. Excited as always to have you back here with uh, another great guest. Uh, once again, joining us from uh, the Hill Country Hoedown, our pop-up event that we had in Austin in May. I'm joined by Dor Korngold. He is running the show at Mod Bikes, which was one of the coolest activations that we had at the event. Dor, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Happy to be here. Yeah, great to have you. Can you give us a really, uh, really quick high-level overview of what exactly the brand does? Yeah, we uh, we design electric bikes here in Austin. Our bikes are um, super cool, timeless, comfortable, functional. Um, uh, you know, just kind of like very unique, uh, paired with southern hospitality. Um, and yeah, that's we just make fun bikes. Yeah, wow, very cool. Um, has this been like a lifelong interest of yours? Um, I, I was always kind of like, a you know, tinkering with stuff and then, then building stuff. And I like to like take, take garbage and put it together into something yeah. cool. Um, so that's, that's kind of like how it started. I'm from Israel originally. Um, okay. and, um, and this was like a kind of like a garage project where I built my like first electric bike. And that's, that's like where the actual bike thing, uh, like electric bike thing started. Uh, sure. All my life, you know, as a kid, I was uh, riding bikes and always kind of like like that, um, you know, just like like bikes and wheels and, and, and things like that. So totally. Everything was uh, was working together pretty well. Yeah. So <clears throat> so you have the hobby angle. Um, and now after seeing the setup at the event, it's just like a, a full scale business what drove you to make that jump to make it more than just a garage hobby something that you like to do in your spare time yeah i think uh, like it, it started with just kind of like building a bike then building another bike i was like working in a in israel in the bike shop and, and like an electric bike shop and um israel is a little more advanced than the u.s market as far as uh electric bikes um and, and like israel is pretty small so you can do a lot with it with an electric bike. Uh, so kind of like everyone, you know, everyone had it and, and you see the potential. Um, and then uh, I, like a, a friend of mine that, that he's also like an investor in the business. He, uh, um, he had this idea to, you know, just like, Hey, go check, check out the States, you know, go check it out. I never been in the States before. And I was like, Oh, cool. You know, let's uh, yeah <laughs> go and check it out. So um, yeah, it was, you know, just kind of, uh, you know, when you're sitting with your friend and just kind of like running these ideas of this, like, uh, Oh, let's build a company. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, uh, next, next thing you know, you're there. <laughs> yeah. And it just, and it just started like rolling and, uh, yeah, hopped on a flight, came to check it out, started, uh, started kind of like, uh, you know, figure out like, Hey, how do you actually, you know, manufacture, uh, uh, bikes and you know, in, in China, and uh, yeah, took a flight to China, went to a couple wow. like expos, started to get familiar with everything. Like, I knew kind of like what I want and how I want to do it. And, um, almost all the models that we have today 
they, they, they're all, they were all born from, from models that I built myself, uh, for myself. Um, so like the easy, that's kind of like our signature one that I had, a I took like an old, uh, um, Electra, uh, cool. frame and, uh, and kind of like modified that. And I built this kind of like cool, kind of like tank from wood and, and covered it with leather um, and put the battery inside and painted the whole thing. And I, I built, for me, I built a trailer today. We have the sidecar, but I built a trailer that matched the, the, the bike that had kind of like the same, like a, that, that one was like red, but uh, that had like red colors. And yeah. uh, I had to take my, like all of my kind of like recycling from my house where I lived to the recycling trash. Like, yes, it, it was okay. You know, blocked away. And I was like, you know, I, I got to make something to take it. So, uh, yeah, that's what I did. And I used it and it was awesome. Uh, so that's how like the, you know, easy was born and our mod, our mod black, the mountain bike and the, the, the mod city plus. So like all of those were, were actual bikes that, that, you know, kind of like I built and later on turned into, you know, actual, uh, mass production models. Cool. So before, um, when this was just a hobby for you, were you working a career that somehow led, uh, you know, built the skills to become uh, a proprietor of your own business or were you doing something totally different? Uh, I actually, most of my life were more in the uh, kind of like event production and like okay. event uh, industry. Uh, yeah, you, you learn a lot doing always, that, I'll uh, tell you that. <laughs> Yeah, it, it always was like creating stuff as well. If it's like, you know, just like producing like an event or a party or like a, like a live show. Um, but uh, yeah, like, but, but, but the, the three years before I actually moved here, I was working in a, in a, in a bike shop. Um, mm -hmm. It's just like an opportunity that, that I got. And I was like, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do that. Uh, just yeah. Because like I see like where, you know, bike industry is going and I was kind of like tired from events it's a you know 18 hour days no sleep and I was like yeah, yeah I mean I need I need a break from that after like 15 years of doing that totally. um yeah but, very cool uh, yeah I had to learn it all from scratch <laughs> yeah um and so it's still in <laughs> yeah it never stops right uh when can you put a timestamp on on when the brand started how long have you been doing this for? We started like planning and all that was probably like, like mid like 2016. Um, okay. and, and 2018 when that was when like store was like officially open. Cool. So it was um, about like two years in the kind of like in the making, um, since, you know, since kind of like, there was like, okay, that's, let's think about, you know, how to do this, uh, yeah. to actually like opening the store. Yeah. How was weathering uh, the pandemic for the brand? I would think that, you know, there was such a shift to people being able to be outdoors. Maybe that, maybe that was a good thing for the brand. Maybe it wasn't. <laughs> yeah. So pandemic, so pandemic was, was insane. Uh, it was, it was just crazy. Um, a, uh, yeah, for sure. Like people were, you know, uh, Every, everyone wanted to have an electric bike. Um, mm -hmm. It's um, we were lucky enough uh, as a as a store 
to be like an essential business because that was like transportation. So we were open okay. throughout the pandemic. So we were never closed. Uh, but yeah, demand was was crazy. Um, in the same time, like supply chain issues, uh, tariffs, uh, uh, increase in like increases in like every type of cost, uh, you know, involved with with this with this uh, type of business. Um, so it, it was very challenging, but uh, but but bottom line was very good. Um, so yeah, the sales jumped. Um, it was very difficult because throughout throughout 2021, I don't think that we fulfilled like an order. Yeah. We were just taking orders. Uh, we were very upfront with the delays, and uh, we were like kind of like uh, uh, started this like pre-sale so people would buy they would know that they need to wait because there's you know like everyone was like struggling with with uh with supply chain um but but we did offer like a, a pretty generous discount so people were happy to do it they were excited we uh and it took us like until kind of like very early 2022 to like fulfill all those orders but um but um yeah, it was, it, I think bottom line was very good. Like it was, you know, good for the business and it was good for the industry. It yeah. uh, really uh, accelerated, you know, the expected growth for the electric bike market. It was, you know, it, it would have happened, but it would just take more time. So, uh, so this definitely kind of like accelerated it. Um, yeah, it's funny. I remember like, you know, when we just opened 2018, you had to like, people were like, what is this like why is it yeah why is it so big and, and like heavy and then like oh it's electric bike like what do you mean like what what type of gas do you put in it no it's electric yeah <laughs> hop on it you want to try people were like scared and they were like they would hop on and and, and like you know hit the throttle and they were like oh my god this is amazing <laughs> life changed uh, and today you know people like everyone knows what electric bikes are uh but uh you know and, and pandemic like helped out a lot uh, uh yeah to, to brought some great awareness for sure bikes. yeah yeah so uh, generally yeah. uh you know supply chain issues aside are, are bikes generally made to order or do you sit on uh an inventory of product no yeah yeah we have we have inventory we have like a lot of kind of like uh of modifications that you can do to the, sure. to the you know to the kind of like the stock bike a lot of like accessories that we develop that kind of like snap on the bike and a lot of options to modify the bike specifically to how to to the rider so it's not it's not always like well like what we do is that instead of like you kind of like getting used to the bike uh you can make mm -hmm. the bike get used to you uh cool. so there's a lot of adjustments with how you kind of like sit on the bike and then the, the riding angle. Um, there's a lot of adjustments to the electrical system as well. It's something that's very unique for us that you can, uh, you can make it to like accelerate fast or accelerate slow and preserve battery. Um, um, you can kind of like adjust the pedal assist levels and a lot of, uh, a lot of adjustments in the electrical system uh, itself. Um, so that's kind of like the, like a, a very cool a very cool part of the product and also like 
a ton of accessories that that we design and build to fit specifically into all the bikes that you can if you're a commuter or if you want to take your dog or your kids or if you want to do both and you can just quickly swap between the accessories so so our bikes you can really like modify them to the you know to the riders uh we have customers from like you know 13 to to to, to 90 so uh cool. <laughs> and, and, and we only have like four models so and, and it's very you know and, and everyone is happy on them where yeah you know doesn't yeah, matter the age or gender with like, so many different you know, uh ways to customize models, like there's something for everybody for sure yeah. do you see um do you see rolling out more models in the future yeah, we have uh, we have a new model that we're gonna release this year, and we're gonna open pre-order pretty soon. Uh, it's called the Mod Groove. Um, cool. Just a super groovy bike. It's a beach cruiser. Uh, nice. It's gonna gonna have a very kind of like classic design with white wall tires and uh, and like some bamboo and like brown leather elements uh, that's it's going to be our first model it has like uh four different colors variations cool. um all of our models have like kind of like black and white and just like two simple choices this one is going to mm -hmm. have more variety of choices uh, i'm also in a kind of like a step through and a regular step version um but um yeah that's going to be a super cool super cool bike we we started pre pre-order um <laughs> it was kind of like a force on us to start pre-order we have two samples in uh in our uh, like headquarters here in austin people just like seeing i, I don't care i just want to buy it yeah like, <laughs> yeah oh nice uh, hey that must take be my good. Money, take my money and, and and let me know when it's here uh because wow. it's a very unique uh it's a very kind of like cool looking bike so um, yeah, I, I'm hoping like in the next like month or so, uh, that will be open for pre-sale and we'll be fulfilling those orders by the end of the year. Very, very cool. Um, awesome. I mean, I'm, I live in Massachusetts where we have very different, uh, very different weather in, in the seasons. I, I have to imagine yeah. that Austin is just such a great place to have a bike shop and have, be able to have bikes. Right. Yeah. Weather is pretty convenient here. We also have, you know, like, uh, today it's super hot and like, Two days ago it was like raining like crazy and cold yeah. <laughs> so uh it is it is crazy we had like snow last year so yeah, but but you know but generally speaking it's a pretty it's a pretty pretty convenient uh you know city for 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 bikes and uh and the weather is awesome but yeah you know we're we we sell you know across the country we have or mainly kind of like an online uh, direct to consumer yeah. business uh we we, we were born in Austin. Um, so this is, uh, this is kind of like who we are, but, um, sure. yeah, most of our, most of our customers are across the country. Yeah. Do you, um, kind of from where you're sitting, do you see the country moving to a more bike friendly position or, and, you know, in terms of design and the oh. ways that places are designed, do you think that that's built into the future? Absolutely. Uh, you know, a with like uh with you know with uh with just with gas prices, uh yeah. you know, no brainer. Uh, I think you know, like 
our family, so it's me, my wife, we have a baby, we have one car, we got two bikes, and mm-hmm. you know, that's that's good enough for us. Like uh, yeah, it's totally enough. We see more and more people that are downsizing because you really don't need like you know two cars with a lot of people working from home or kind of like working closer, uh, uh, uh living closer to work. Uh, I think it's it's definitely doable in a lot of cities to 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 do something like that. Um, so we, we, we hear a lot of those stories, um, with, and with just like with, 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 with all the like main cities and with a lot of other, other cities, you see like more and more bike lanes. It, it makes a lot more sense mm-hmm. to invest in a bike lane than to expand the road, you know, for yeah. more cars, uh, you know, parking, especially here in Austin, you see it in a lot of other cities, you know. Just like parking is is an issue. Um, um, yeah. There's not always parking, uh, especially in like big office buildings and things like that. It's, you know, it's expensive. It, electric bikes just make sense, you know, and, and you can go super far with bikes today. And, uh, and it gets like safer and safer with more and more bike lanes. Yeah. Um, and from at least what we know, we're very involved with kind of like the city of Austin and some of this, the, the other... Uh, the other cities around us and 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 we know that there's a lot of budgets allocated uh for for kind of like the you know the the bike infrastructure um and, and we see that like improves you know every couple of months you see like a new bike lane protected bike lanes mm-hmm. um like more kind of like rules and standardizing it um so a lot of the companies are thinking about it as well with like, you know, bike rooms and bike programs. And yeah, I, I definitely see it going in a very positive direction. And uh, if you're looking future at is that, bright. Looks yeah, good. Like in Europe, like, you know, some of the cities that there are, you know, there's like cities that are like close to vehicles yeah. and like only bikes. Uh, yeah. So here it's going to take cool. a little while, but I think we're, we're definitely getting there. Cool. Cool, man. Well, I'm so excited to see how the company grows and and how uh, what part you play in bike culture as it as it grows. It's definitely the right right way to go. I think. I mean, you say gas prices. <laughs> that's that's all the evidence you need. Where um, where can folks learn more about the brand, and keep in touch, and and maybe get a bike for themselves? Yeah. So mod bikescom um, or just Google Mod Bikes. We're on. Instagram, Facebook, on our website, um, all the information is there. We offer virtual demo uh, for all of our uh, online customers. You can book a virtual demo and get one-on-one with our team uh, to get kind of like our full, um, you know, showroom experience uh, from the comfort of your home. Um, And um, yeah, that's all you got to do to get started. I'm Lucas Fitz, and this is AF Fireside. To learn more about all the brands featured on the podcast, check out fireside.shopaf.co. And don't forget to subscribe to us on your streaming platform of choice. Thanks for listening.